0: This is Power, Power Athlete, Athlete Radio.
1: With your hosts, Denny Cage, Professor his, Booty, some, and the Luke his, Summers. My, his, my, my, his, my. And now, toes forward, hips locked, shoulders set, and retract those scapulas. It's time for some knowledge bombs. <laughs> Welcome to episode 59 of Power Athlete Radio. I'm excited about this one. I uh, got the Power Athlete coaches, Tex Luke and Callie. How's ever, how, how you guys doing? We are crushing it.
2: Excellent.
3: Doing great, thank you. In fuego, literally. In fuego.
2: Literally, I don't think you. I don't think you know what literally means. Nick Cage. I
3: don't even know what in fuego means. In fuego, like Nick Cage in that motorcycle
0: movie. On fire. (laughs) (laughs) What was that movie, Denny? You know,
1: you know that movie. That one movie about that guy.
0: Ghost
2: Rider.
3: Ghost Rider. (laughs) Hey, I will say this. I watched. uh, I watched Con Air for the first time last night.
2: The first time? time? What the fuck?
3: Okay, warning.
2: Yes. Oh my god. That talk is a over great each other. It's
3: going to be loud. Nick <laughs> Cage
2: kind
0: of rocking the mullet.
2: That is mind? a great movie.
0: Whoa. What? And an Alabama what? accent. Put the bunny back in the <laughs> box. Dude, <laughs> that movie is I terrible. The only good thing about that movie <laughs> is Malkovich and uh, Buscemi are. Totally yeah. awesome.
3: That's fucking Green. Yeah, man. Green Man.
2: I can't believe that text. I can't believe it either. I actually like that movie, which is even more unbelievable. No, no, I like the movie. <laughs> it's but so it's, good. It's terrible. But the, the, just the band of characters is is outrageous.
0: Wow. I, I, I wanted to avoid this so we can get right into it, but too bad. I saw a link of uh, speaking of Nick Cage. He was at a, maybe a Guns N' Roses show or something. He was at some rock show and he was wearing a t-shirt with his own face on it, like with a crazy face. And what? a pimp hat with a pimp cane and leather pants and was on stage.
3: I'm gonna post it in the show notes because it was amazing. Are you sure it wasn't John Travolta posing as Nick Cage?
0: <laughs> I don't know, after face-off, I don't know.
3: <laughs>
1: you
0: guys ever pretty... see
3: Kiss of
1: Death? No. Where he, uh, he bulks up, puts on a few pounds of muscle. Maybe like, uh, I think his name is like Little Junior.
0: Who are you talking
1: about? Nick Cage? Cage. It's like uh it's a so remake you... of some freaking like mob movie, but
0: what's,
2: oh. what's the name of it again?
1: Kiss of Death. I thought you were talking about Because he's pretty
0: jacked in Con Air too. He's bigger yeah. in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I heard he was following the
1: Samuel Jackson's in it, uh, David Caruso. Oh god. Yeah.
0: David Caruso. Oh my god. Horatio, oh we got to get that movie. I'm going to. I'm that Dude, movie today. Yeah,
1: Kiss of Death. He and um, I remember hearing like uh, him talk about that role. He hired a personal trainer, like all freaking Hollywood, you know. And he talked about how he had to eat like eight to nine meals a day to to put on the muscle that he carries. But he's yeah, he's like 20 pounds, at least 20 pounds heavier than what he looks like in Con Air.
0: Okay, so I know we have one viewer right now, but that viewer has to go and Google crazy Nick Cage faces and go to Google images. Crazy Nick Cage faces. All right. (laughs) Can we get started? (laughs)
2: Uh, it has been done
0: This is why I didn't want to go live uh, <laughs> That one person, you're welcome <laughs> uh, Alright We gotta get that movie, write that down We'll put all this stuff in the show notes Let's get to business, let's talk training Let's make this a value-add experience for our listener um,
2: I promise there's good stuff in store
0: Yeah,
1: yeah Well, alright um, Alright, here you go Let me. I wanted to ask you guys your opinion on this And maybe you can give me some good feedback But I have a uh a girl uh she's coming from a crossfit i've probably she's been with us for a year i'd say in you know crossfit kind of more of a strength bias crossfit football template
2: is she a girl or a woman
1: she's a woman i think you know i can't tell women's ages anymore really you know what i mean i i'm going to guess she's in her late 20s okay and i i hope when she hears this She doesn't tell me she's like 21. You know what I mean? But that's my luck. I think women who are... I won't even go there. I'll just stop right there. (laughs) That's Um, good. That's good. She's going from CrossFit into... She wants to compete in uh, weightlifting. (laughs) And I based... This first competition is about three weeks away. June 28th. So, have you guys had experience as far as like coaching somebody or training somebody from that kind of a background or can you kind of like give me some pointers as to maybe what to expect or you know what i should do maybe to kind of help this girl you know i mean yes we did or we do at least um only work you know three times a week i guess so that's kind of a little bit of of her background
3: so this is, uh, I mean, it's a common common theme, common transition, because people are introduced to Olympic lifting for the first time with CrossFit. And then, I mean, their squats go up, their deadlifts go up, but then their cleans, they hit, just hit a plateau, same with their snatches. So then they kind of, they don't want to suck. So they kind of take into uh, the sport of Olympic weightlifting. They get a coach like Denny because they want to improve. Uh, so we've we've seen a lot of this, and we found some common limiting factors. Uh, one of them is just kind of stability with the bar overhead, whether it's in a finished jerk position. Uh, next one is a rack position, and then transitioning from the rack to a powerful split jerk or um, push jerk. And then we got uh, the rate of force development, which we're going to talk a lot about today. So that's kind of your, your central nervous system and its efficiency. So how much power, how much force can you generate in an instant versus over eight minutes, over 10 minutes, over a minute, 47 grace PR. So that's, that's one of the biggest things. So, um, Luke, you see Callie, you see any other limiting factors with your athletes?
2: One of the things that you can't really measure, which is her ability to perform at that first meet. I mean, we talked about this in past episodes regarding powerlifting competitions as well. And just like prepping your athlete for, uh, the intensity, the emotional intensity, the psychological intensity that occurs the nervousness that is hard to replicate. I know that, um, some of the gyms that I've been involved with have done mock meets about a week or two weeks beforehand, um, to prepare the athlete. And there are, uh, there'll be attendees and people watching spectators, uh, to, to prep them. And they even do like, they even dress. So they'll wear the singlet, um, and everything is the same. So they're trying to, prepare for the, the situation and all the other conditions and variables that are involved with a meat that are you know kind of add stress. So I mean in terms of physical limitations, uh, certainly text you hit those, but you know, you, you do want to replicate like that mm-hmm. that sort of psychological intensity if you can.
0: And then yeah, and then bridging the gap between both of those two is you only have to do one. You know, and coming from the the high rep submaximal approach like having that mindset that this is one and done it's time to go for it it's all or nothing rather than kind of leaving one in the tank and just training with that mentality so it carries over to competition day
2: yeah <clears throat>
3: But, uh...
2: Denny have you have you assessed her limiting factors I mean what where does she stand right now and I know you guys only have three weeks to go but I, I mean how how's she looking what do you what are you seeing
1: oh uh, you know what she uh, she came she has had some weightlifting before um, when she Came to A3 like a year ago. She had had some experience um, as far as like she actually has competed in a weightlifting meet before. Um, got into she came to us because we tend to weightlift a little bit more than some of the other boxes in our area, and so then uh, got into the more of the CrossFit-y thing. Wants to go back into uh, more of the you know get more specific. So what what I've seen with her is like a weak weaker upper back um, she can she can get the weight overhead in the snatch and then it'll start to break and in the clean and jerk uh, I've seen her get some good clean she's gonna compete at like the 44 kilo weight class so she's little and we're talking maybe, 45 kilos, um, what, 130 pounds. She'll stand up with that or try to stand up with it and then the upper back rounds, the elbows drop um, and it's just like pure... You know, she told me that uh, she was in a car accident a few years ago so she's had a a serious back injuries um, injury but I, I think... You know, we're three weeks away and what I've had her do is like some old school bodybuilding as well. She did some dumbbell rows. Um, I had her do like a bent over row, right? So when we first, like the first thing we tried to do was like a pen lay row and this is when it really became evident to me of that weakness when it really stood out. It was hard for her to keep like a 90 degree or a parallel chest to the floor. Um, and, and roll the barbell. She had to kind of get up to maybe 70 degrees, um, to, you know, more like Dorian Yates barbell row style. And she was able to roll the bar that way, but it was hard for her to hold, um, you know, anything, anything deeper of a position like that with her back.
0: So here's the thing with: uh, I've trained a couple athletes that have had lower back injuries, fused discs or fused vertebrae, slip discs, stuff like that. And, uh, you know, the, the proverbial saying, like the backbone of an organization, of a team or whatever, you know, um, people really tend to baby their back because it's such a scary injury. So part of it could be a little bit psychological, Denny, but at the end of the day, uh the injury you need to you need to attack that injury and then uh you need to really build some stability in there so when you're going with that classic bodybuilding template and you're strengthening that system that upper back that's great but what you have to remember is through the movement pattern uh of a snatch or an olympic lift you're not really getting any protraction retraction you're in an isometric hold through that shoulder girdle to maximize force transfer to that bar so what you're going to want to focus on is maybe like Absolutely keep the rows coming barbell, dumbbell, kettlebell, sandbag. I don't care, but uh, try to get some isometrics
3: in there as well. So before, before isometrics, I would even start with uh, some, some body awareness. So I, am a big fan of the Jimmy Buffett. Any athlete that's ever worked with me knows I, I just love that exercise. So I love it for the bench press, the deadlift. And if she's having issues with uh, kind of strength and holding, make sure that if you're going to apply isometrics, she actually gets, in the expected position to make it work. So it's not just holding for holding sake, mm-hmm. she's holding the proper position.
1: What position you think, like uh, the beginning of the second pole, right where like force ends and you want to transition into velocity? Well, more specifically, it's shoulder girdle position. Okay,
0: so- yes. So, like if you were to smash your hands together, just like it, we were performing a Jimmy Buffett, sure. spread those finger, fingers apart and try to retract and depress as much as you can, it should put you in that neutral shoulder position. So, that's the position she needs to learn how to use with her hands in a horizontal position, vertical position, at her sides, out to her sides. Um,
1: but so uh, you remember Jimmy Buffett, right, Denny? Of course. Yeah, yeah. Bins to the left, bins to the right. Yep.
2: Yeah, I mean, there are a ton of isometric things. Like, once she she's acquired that body awareness, assuming she is not, you know, fully synced up as, as it stands right now, but there's a ton of isometrics she can do. I mean, Luke and I have discussed, like, she can do isometric holds on... Like a GHD, like hold a back extension, and then give her some dumbbells and have her hold for 20 seconds in a road position at the top of a row, right? So that's gonna that's gonna really really give her that muscle endurance as well as kind of build that thickness in her back that she needs. I mean, I don't know how many pull-ups does she have right now? Strict pull-ups?
1: I'd say three to three or four
2: three or four and she's pretty lightweight, she needs to get like eight to 10. Mm -hmm. And even if that means that you're putting one hand between her shoulder blades so that she's in the absolute best position, have her hold, just give her some minimal assistance there. I mean, she can do isometric holds there uh, once she accumulates a few more pull-ups. And then, you know, things like getting her in that snatch position, her starting position, her setup, And, you know, putting maybe 110% on the bar or 115% of the bar of what she could do and have her just hold that retraction and that, that really engaged position, that starting position of her snatch, and then relax mm-hmm. and kind of rinse and repeat for equal work rest or whatever, and have that be part of her warm up, so that when she goes to tear that bar off the ground in her working sets, she knows the position she needs to be in. Not only is it a good confidence builder, but she knows the amount of force that's really necessary to create, uh, you know, efficiency, efficiency and energy, energy transfer to that barbell. I mean, it's not just. It's not just, am I depressed? Am I, are my shoulder blades depressed, retracted? Um, it's, it's am I able to create force in this position?
1: And you think the best, or I yeah, think it's like three weeks away, definitely adding in the, those isometrics, which are great, that's great advice. Um, that is something that I'm not doing, you know? Um,
0: and the, the caveat there, Denny, is, is just like Tech said, you know, don't assume that the isometrics she, just because she's in the position and holding. Uh, make sure she knows how to organize and hold and utilize the musculature we're trying to tap into. So that's that's where you get in that shoulder girdle prep. Uh, Tex just wrote a, an article a week or two ago on this, and you know we'll we'll link that up to to the show notes. But be sure that she's just not holding for holding's sake.
2: And then the last point would just be obviously when you're testing these things and uh, she comes in the next day, she can't be trash. You know what I mean? Um, you don't, obviously you want to temper this accordingly as you approach the meat, uh, that should go without saying. So she's not just, I mean, cause it's isometric holds can, can, they can't trash you. So, um, just be careful so with that.
1: Take it easy. What do you think? Like right now, I'm, we've had uh, three times a week, you know, say like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, um, we thought about maybe getting in like a fourth day being that we're three weeks away. So if I'm going to say, I do have her for four days, what, what two, two sessions working some isometric work and then two sessions
3: not, Would you, or do you think she needs like three? Um, um, you can, you can mix in some isostability every single day. I would just switch the the primals and the planes of movement so you can go horizontal pull and then you can go vertical pull you can go horizontal above head so you can just make her uh, catch a snatch or catch a jerk and then she's got to hold and maintain that posture and position with the weight overhead stable so find different ways to mix it up it doesn't have to be just isos today you can spread those isos throughout your three to four sessions
1: work them into the warmups even you think or more like uh working sets both
3: both awesome yeah the uh the stability is a great just kind of prep to get uh, everything fire everything in sync and give her body the expectation of you got to split jerk this and be able to hold it long enough where you can step your feet together so you're priming preparing her body for the training and eventually competition.
1: I've also noticed when she goes into the second pole and starts to get more at that, uh, upright torso angle, that's when she'll really, or no, I'm sorry, before she gets to the upright torso angle, say where the bars at like mid femur, that's where she starts bending the the elbows to bring that bar, you know, brushing her the top of her femur kind of a thing
2: yeah when i and... usually
1: see it more when the when the athlete's more vertical is when i'll see i tend to see uh elbow break does that guys does that tell you anything because uh, he...
2: it, it tells me that she has terrible technique and i'm sorry if she's listening but yeah i mean obviously that's a that's a technique issue she's trying to muscle the bar up and uh you know she you, denny you got you gotta you gotta Get her to do some snatch pulls or clean pulls, or depending on what movement it is. I mean, you got to get her to just be patient with her arms and really, really be explosive with her lower body. Um, and then it
1: extended till the till you're at the top. Yeah, just, just train,
2: yeah, train her to be patient with those arms. And you know what, uh, Tex was saying. Um, I had the experience of you know being coached by Coach B and in all of my warm-up sets it surprised me because you know we always think about train fast be fast well in all of my warm-up sets and even a few of my working sets when i was doing snatches at his uh place in san diego he was having me hold the bottom uh of my snatch for uh, up to 10 seconds and that's a long time so i was doing an isometric hold there until i was he was you know, plenty happy with my shoulder girdle position and that I could feel and be comfortable uh, loading my system it, with that with that barbell where it is. Cause you know, for coming from a power snatch background with CrossFit football, we're just, you know, we're, we, we catch it's solid and we stand up with it quickly. You know what I mean? Um, there's a lot less going on in terms of torso angle and other variables that could uh, potentially throw that barbell out of alignment. And uh, so he spent plenty of time with all the athletes there having them hold that bottom position. And that's something that I would probably encourage you to incorporate with this, this chick is just have her in her warm sets. you know, make that be like tech said, as one of the tools to train that shoulder girdle. Uh, have her hold for 10 seconds you know Uh,
3: to to kind of piggyback off that is uh, a lot of Olympic lifting is force your muscles are being force reducers so you're catching and absorbing that force and stopping the force you produced so I know a lot of coaches uh, especially guys I run into college all they care about is the concentric movement just produce force produce force produce force when We need to focus on catching and receiving forces on the field and in Olympic weightlifting. That's catching the bar, receiving it in whether it's the bottom of a snatch or a power position, and then worrying about standing up with it in the overhead squat or uh, front squat. So that's kind of what Coach P was getting at with Callie is she's catching in that position. She's reducing the force, stabilizing herself, isometrically holding, and then proceeding through the movement.
2: What if, yeah, Denny, you gotta work. You gotta work on that elbow thing with her, though. But
1: I've seen. I mean, I'm, there's people who just do it. I mean, they're they're like natural benders. I mean, I I've I've tended to do that every now and then. I mean, yeah, you I can say you know keep the chain extended or this is how you tow it. You know, if you're towing a car with a chain, every link's got to be extended. That's your arms are just links
2: right but even you know from watching her that she was bending her arms too early because you said that right you said that it seemed low uh, on the femur etc
1: i thought maybe that was a sign of the weaker back you know having to pull that bar to your torso more so you can use your torso and i guess in a sense to you know to get vertical and back.
2: It probably is. It's probably a combination of, uh, it's like a chicken egg scenario. The weaker the back, she bends the arms early, but now that she's bending the arms, her back isn't getting any more powerful. And at this point, if she's done it rep for rep for rep over and over again, this has just become mm-hmm. habitual. So try I, yeah, to get her to break that going. habit. I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: Yeah. She doesn't do it like when you warm up, it's when the,
3: the weight gets challenging. Maybe it's maybe it's even weak biceps, so she's trying to overcompensate with those things, so she's bending her elbows. Could be a lot of things. right right, so throw, throw some curls at her. that's what I'm saying <laughs> yeah,
0: we' we're, we're discussing over here, guys real quick. what do you mean What do you mean by weak biceps?
3: Well, Denny, have you ever done any bicep training with her?
1: what I have I've done that actually. Okay, um, thank God. <laughs> you know, kind of going, and if anybody's seen like the Field Strong program and seen how uh, John will write in extra credit, you know, I kind of used some of that for a, a cycle with the CrossFit class. I had those guys doing like, and it was funnier in hell because the first day I said, okay, let's do like four sets of max rep, you know, dumbbell hammer curls, and I, and they got dumbbells in their hands. They all, it's like they didn't even know what to do with them. Because you I know, crossfitters don't work on their biceps.
2: Whatever, I just got goosebumps. <laughs> so
1: it was funny, but yeah, she's that was um, that was like the start of that, and and we we have had a couple sessions where uh, I've had her do some bicep curls, just kind of going off of what uh, we talked about that um, you know many episodes ago when. Klokov and Ilya Illin and that other guy were going around to CrossFit gyms, you know, doing their Kings of Prussia tour. You know, they were pretty much telling everybody that they need to get their biceps bigger. We've been saying that for years. Well, <laughs> you guys are way right ahead of the curve. Listen, kind of catching up to what you've been doing.
0: It's like technology. Bicep training cyclical. It's out, it's in, it's out, it's in. You know, and I think that uh, Verizon's coming out with a new pager this year. Are they? uh, Pacers are back. (laughs) That's a nine one two. That's one more than a nine one one.
2: Dial up is also back.
0: Yeah, modem. (laughs) (laughs) Modem. Uh... But uh, Denny, you think you got? uh, You have a roadmap here for the next three weeks.
1: I do. I do, and um, I appreciate you guys. You know your advice on that, and um...
0: now taking, I guess, taking a more nonlinear approach to this. When's her competition after that?
1: Uh, September. Whoa, so we got some time to do some we got damage. Some time, yeah, so it's better than three uh, weeks. What would you say? It's better than three weeks. Yeah, well, I mean, we're three weeks away. I, um, we've had a couple weeks of training already, but <laughs> I was looking for more. of. I mean, I just started seeing, uh, like the limiting factors. And we've started adding in some of these. Um, I was doing more bodybuilding movements. I really hadn't added in a lot of the isometrics.
0: Mm-hmm. Now,, uh, so. but just just think of it this way, right? This is her first uh, her first competition. She has one set up in September. Use it as a stepping stone uh, to evaluate like the psychological and mental side of it that Callie was talking about. And then uh, a lot of the limiting factors that Texan pointed out just in the, the athlete making the transition from your CrossFit fitness training to a one RM specified program. Uh so see what the what what tends to fall apart. Maybe bring a camera, film it. Right, so you can go down and break it down and film a couple different angles if you can, if you can get a couple people there, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So get your side angle, get your front angle, get your three-quarter angle, and then that way you can see where you break down, and then uh, and see if you can't just dial in, see if that upper back falls apart, whatever, you know, whatever the case yeah. is. And then make the changes, and then the next the next waypoint is that September competition.
1: Yeah. What do you think it like? star shrugged with a snatch grip
2: and again that's just that's purely like concentric i mean i think she needs to do some holding to be honest with you i just i just am not convinced and probably tex has a little more to say on this too about just positioning i think she needs to do some holds not only to develop that thickness but it's it's not the explosive factor; it's the stability factor, it's the right? Stability factor. So, so I think uh, I think the holes are the best way to go. I need to be honest with you: get her into a, an optimal position and then have her replicate that over time.
3: Sure. Cool. So, so let write, um, this stuff down. write, it down.
2: write yeah. that down.
3: Write that so down. Write that down. So everyone. All our listeners should write this down. So kind of our our stepping stones, our process is mobility, stability. And once we've established those in different positions, uh, then we teach the primals, they show us there. And then we focus on kind of force reduction, muscles as force reduction, then more muscles as force producers isometric force, protective force, and then we throw those true eccentrics at you.
0: Now, Tex, are you talking within one training day? That's how you would approach the training day? Um,
3: How advanced is the athlete? Mm -hmm. So if we're first starting out, no. You need to establish mobility, stability, uh, efficiency in the primals, and then gradually build on force reducers, reducers, isoforce, protective force. And once that athlete's been there for a while and he shows competence and strength in different positions, uh, throw some true eccentrics.
1: Like what? When do you say true eccentric? What are you what are you referring to as I, I think it sounds like you're saying like, you know, in a bodybuilding world, like doing negatives, you know, or just freaking is that what you're talking about? Drop so, knowledge
0: text, drop, drop knowledge every morning sirens are going off. Woo! <laughs>
3: everybody's foaming at the
0: mouth right now all two of us or two of our listeners
3: well we we uh i talked some of it in my my premium articles on the pull up the ankle and uh i mean it's definitely one of our projects to break this down and then uh deliver it to power athlete nation so i know luke and i have been uh, have a lot of conversations about true, true eccentric movements mm-hmm. so uh wait and see or check out our articles
0: Yeah. And I mean, just you don't have to necessarily talk implementation textbook, but But talk about talk about the muscle contractions.
3: Um, So also wrote about this muscle eccentric is is lengthening in the muscle. A true eccentric is where you are trying to hold a contracted, shortened muscle with all your effort, all your might, your damnedest. And then there is a overcoming force that takes that position away. So it lengthens it. And you're trying your damnedest to overcome it, not control it, overcome it, and it still gets lengthened.
1: Yep. So, like a five-second lower. You're we
2: also sliding,
1: yeah. Lower the weight yeah. for five seconds and hold. It. Well, well, the, well, well, squatting. Denny, Denny, Denny,
0: listen. Denny, 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 Denny
2: Linda. Denny. 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 <laughs> how many? How many <laughs> seminars? A do you, advocate.
0: Here, advocate? How me. many seminars have you been to, amigo? So this is our MR protocol.
2: We also, call it, yeah, we also yeah. call it force eccentric. Or
0: true eccentric loading. Yeah. So the accommodating resistance protocols, the hip, butterfly, clamshell, pull up. Remember those, Denny? Absolutely. That's what Texas referring
2: to. They'll take you to your pain cave.
1: I don't so, want to go to the pain cave.
2: Neither no, do I. That's right. I, I, but we're there. We're here. We're doing it. <laughs>
0: But uh, yeah, so Denny, there's some stuff, you know, the MR pull-up protocol would help, would definitely benefit this chick, assuming she's a trained athlete. But you don't just, uh, you know, you got to, like Tech said, there's an order of operations here, which he told everyone to write down. And
2: don't do it two days before a meet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. So. Cool.
2: Anywho. Uh,
1: well, anywho, anywho. So what up? Anywho. What do we have coming out of? Uh, any updates coming out of? HQ?
0: Uh,
1: yeah, Callie, you're up. Team, team, series. Uh, team Series.
2: Team Series. Team Series Team series has been uh, announced, I guess you could say, all over the internet. It's a, it's a flurry. I've received numerous text messages.
0: One from Dick Cage. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah.
0: Going back to the opening real quick, and totally cutting off Callie. I don't care. Phil Tobias said thank you for the Google search, because those faces are amazing. Oh, really? <laughs> Wow. Right, let's get back to
2: business. <laughs> so we've got the team series coming out um, and announced that, announce the cities that we're going to be in five cities. Uh, so the theme this year is we have the Power Athlete Team Series, the battle, which is going to occur regionally among those five cities. And uh, what we're going to do is allow for an RX and a scaled division. Um, it's going to be registration is first come first serve. We've already had teams register. Uh, so that's pretty exciting. Um, and then what we're going to do is take the top three teams in the RX division. And, uh, those teams will then meet us about a month later in October for the war. Um, so the power athlete team series, the war is going to occur in Vegas, Vegas, Vegas. <laughs> so, so at CrossFit max effort. So that's, um. Uh, Zach Forrest's gym down there and we're going to keep an open division for that as well because we're not having a power athlete team series in the Southwest region. Um, we're going to allow that to kind of encompass that region. So we'll have an open division of ringers that can come in and, uh, see, you know, if they can take on the top three teams from around the country. And um, uh, that's kind of of the plan. Now, within each Power Athlete Team Series, we will be running these simultaneously all on the same weekend. That's, uh, sorry, that's September 13th and 14th. Um, And the events will be run all on that same weekend. We're gonna have our troops on the ground, basically taking care of these events. We'll have, you know, Luke probably in Chicago, Uh, We'll have techs in probably Baltimore or something. Um, We'll have a few helpers up in Seattle. I don't know where I'll be somewhere, Seattle probably.
0: (laughs) We're still recruiting. If I could choose. Providing
2: assignments. (laughs) Yes. So um, these all run kind of at the same time and each of the events is going to start with a CrossFit football team total. Uh, Something different from years previous is we're going to have two men and two women. It is not going to be body weight, um, and then that first event is really going to kick off with the team having to coordinate among themselves who's going to do what lift within the of football total, which, of course, is the power clean squat bench deadlift. And we're going to have a time cap on that. Um, so the team will have to work together. They'll be given two bars, uh, some plates and uh, you know, all the other, the bench and the, the platform and a rack, and they'll have to coordinate how they're going to manage to get as many attempts as they'd like within that time period, but their max lifts are the ones that count, and uh, you know, that's going to be a huge chunk of what, uh, you know, what contributes to their ultimate score. Um, you know, big difference from last year is that this will be a two-day event, so we'll have three workouts on day one uh one of those being the the total and then two on the next day and um you know true to power athlete uh methodology these aren't going to be like i'm not we're not going to trash you with a 20 minute burner with you know get 30 uh, muscle ups and uh
0: Hundred and fifty air
2: squats. Yeah, hundred and fifty air squats, G H D sit ups, all that stuff. It's it's gonna be true to what you see on um, you know, field strong type programming, everything that's true to change direction, uh lateral, unilateral movements. Um so multiple, planes of motion. multiple planes of motion. It's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. And I've already uh you know, we're going in the process of testing some of the workouts ourselves and uh i'm i could not be more excited for the uniqueness and um you know the the foot race the the way we the way we set ourselves apart from the other uh quote unquote fitness competitions you know i'm i believe in what we do and i just want to see uh, people perform. And I think, um, you know, the, the workouts themselves don't have to be about, um, being bloody on the floor. They, they can be about like seeing, seeing athleticism and seeing good movement. And, uh, most of all, you know, we're just capitalizing shamelessly on that, the teamwork aspect, which is a very popular thing. And, you know, it's obviously very important in sport communication and, um and being able to use yourself as a specialist etc cetera, et cetera. so so I, I mean i'm stoked on it we're um you know actively still looking for sponsors and all that information is going to be sent out for sponsors to kind of latch on to within the next week um so all that's going to be available on the site if anyone wants to get involved they can Email me directly, Callie at PowerAthleteHQ.com. Uh, and, you know, if you've got any questions whatsoever, feel free to contact me. But all the details should be uh, – most of the pertinent stuff is is there up on the site already. So.
0: And if you're one of those people who's like, hey, man, this sounds cool, but I don't know hey, if, I'm, if I can handle it, here's what you need to be able to do. You need gross to able, balls. <laughs> you need to be able to work hard, work as a team. High horsepower, short duration. Yeah. Uh, over and over again. So that's that's this simple demand of field sports. You need to be able to to have that ability to repeat, rinse and repeat, that high power output. I mean, the good
2: good thing about this competition is that really anyone can do it. Anyone can do it, but the question is, can you do it well? So for instance, in like a lot of quote unquote fitness competitions, not everyone can do a muscle up. Not everyone can do a handstand walk, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that's that's what sets us apart, even though we have an RX and a scale division based on weights and things like that. You know, everyone is capable of doing what we're asking. It's just some people are going to look a lot sexier doing it than others.
0: Based on their wardrobe.
2: <laughs> and length of hair.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, tax.
2: Tex is the contender.
3: Mr. Beaver. flow. That's to... it? Let's see. What else do we have? Text. What's up with Wade's army? Uh, Wade's army. Wade's army. We're going strong. So what has happened is the ice bath challenge has lost momentum. I'm not calling Chad Hamilton or Callie out specifically. but <laughs> not jumping in the bath yet, but uh, we we've grown some legs in just Australia. So we got some hard chargers, uh, a boys. A, a CrossFit Coastal Reef. Have just really come through, so we're looking for a second wave in the United States, and then Luke, or, Luke and I are heading to England. So we're gonna start just uh, if they got an ice bath there, we're gonna kick it off in Europe.
2: English Channel. Hey, I have to tell you something. I have to tell you something. Oh God! I, she texted me. I did. I did the ice bath challenge. I swear to God. I swear to God. I did the ice bath challenge in my house. I set my phone up like uh, and I pressed record I did my little thing there were three bags of ice in my bathtub I got in I dunked myself and I called three people out and then I pre- and then I stopped recording and I picked up my phone and there was a message on my phone I can send it to you it said it said something like unable to save, unable, not enough, not enough video storage. storage. And so it only recorded about two seconds of the entire video. So well, you
3: have to send me that two seconds as proof.
2: Okay. I'll send it to you. And then I, I took a picture of myself completely drenched in a picture of the ice, but I, I, I didn't ever think that you were going to think that that was, I'm still emotionally getting over it. Cause I, I'm here to tell you, <laughs> I get it's for charity, but it fucking sucked.
0: It's fine. Uh, it no stingrays in your tub were
2: there. Uh, my, I don't know why, but my ankles were so cold.
0: Because your ankles were.
2: Cold. My ankles, <laughs> my ankles, which are, if anyone must know, are the thinnest part of my body. Uh, they're so dainty and ladylike that they just couldn't handle it. But uh, yeah, so I, I botched that one. I fucked it up and. Uh, I, it was. It sucked. But I'll do. I'll have you to know, do it again. what's so
0: crazy is Tex and I were talking to Chad Hamilton, and that's the exact same story he gave.
2: What? <laughs>
0: ankles and everything. No way. You he said, it. And To quote Chad Hamilton, "My ankles are the most slender part of my body. <laughs> They're just so dainty."
3: Remember that text?
2: Lies, Bye. Chad. I
3: do. I'll tell you my
2: excuse.
3: Yeah, but Chad did start his fundraising page today. So he's all right. out of excuses. He's got to film it and get it going. But uh, and uh, I'm just talking with Kate and Heather. So we're going to just uh, keep moving forward. And then I've been posting some stories that uh, people have been sending us on the Wade's army Facebook page. So other families uh, that have been suffered and wanted to share their story. Uh, you can find those on Wade's army Facebook page
2: awesome it's time to get I gotta get in John's like horse trough bath thing yeah and then someone else has to film it and then someone has to film that person filming that we just need I need like satellite images I don't want this to fuck up again because honestly my ankles can't take it
0: bathception
2: (laughs) bathception
0: a bath within a bath
2: oh I had it all planned out too I had three people that I wanted to call out but uh, anyway that's I think that's all on our end. Get people, get uh, Denny. Are you going to sign up for the team series? Or do you have a team in mind?
1: Uh I do have a team in mind. And you know I'm going to sign up for the team series. Yeah. I mean, got a fucking, we were so close to, to going to the finals last year. I mean that's left a bad taste in my mouth and it's it's Vegas or nothing so
2: Vegas. Vegas or nothing so yeah i should mention that the the october 11th and 12th event that is columbus day weekend which sounds weird to say day weekend but it is and uh i just one extra day i think i've mentioned and oh michelle have... obama's going to be there oh is she yeah she's going to be at the event and avicii's going to be there and i know i keep saying this but they haven't said no so, <laughs> I feel like they're going to be there. What? What?
0: The logic is sound. <laughs> uh,
2: needless to say, it's going to be a good weekend. So, if people want to make it like a little vacay.
0: And listen, people, if you're on the East Coast near Massachusetts, we're at Reebok CrossFit 1 for a seminar on the 28th and 29th. Then uh, also in Mishwaka, South Bend, Indiana, with Carl Case, uh, the miniature version of the Hulk. Both the same weekend on June 28th and 29th. We have seminars out there. Get signed up before it's too late. And then we're back with Professor Booty in August in Georgia. So uh, that's our upcoming seminars. Get on the site, crossingfootball.com, get registered because that's happening. Uh, And then this weekend, Tex and I are crossing the pond and we're going to have some tea and biscuits. What do they have? Crumpets? Tea and.
2: (laughs) They call them biscuits. Is it a biscuit? Yeah, they call them biscuits. Yeah, we're going
0: to have some tea and biscuits (laughs) in (laughs) London.
2: But you're also doing crosses. Some warm beer.
0: No. Wait. Tax is <laughs> doing it. I'm going to get, I just had some tea.
2: Yep.
0: But uh, no, we're excited for that. We got like 20 souls. Are you guys going to see Harry year? out there? Yeah. Harry. Harry is oh, the yeah. uh, What? He's like so Harry's the, my boss. Harry's odds.
2: Harry Heppenstall is my boss.
0: All the, all the visuals, K- Callie's most fit. We have to get you like a 10 foot poster of the Power Athlete Team Series this year.
2: I know. It's okay. my. Mo- okay, so uh, this is uh, nobody. If you care about substantive um, just, information, just, just not, stop listening now. Yeah, but this is all like, <laughs> honestly, I can't even tell you how excited I am about the Team Series images this year because I love space. I don't really know how to say that eloquently, but like, I fucking love space. And Harry came up with the coolest image he I don't think he even knew or cared to really take in my personal interest but he happened to come up with that image with earth the moon behind it and just like it just looks so badass um so thanks to Harry for that mm-hmm. I'm I have I'm gonna blow it up and put it all over my my bedroom ceiling
0: and uh, I guess just to get like Harry, just to remove the mystery, he's, he's the guy who does all the branding for us and he contacted us and he's a loyal Power Athlete follower. and uh, But we're always over email or over Skype and it's never easy with an eight to nine hour time difference. And uh, Tex and I have three days set aside to just sit there and scheme. And hopefully what comes out of that uh, is some fast-tracked updates it's- to the site,
3: uh, to everything else that's going on. It's that's- probably gonna be more, more arguing. And yeah. uh, knowing everyone around us. Yeah, because Harry has this philosophy,
0: uh, brand philosophy, and then I just like to disagree for the sake of disagreeing.
2: I, I've never heard anyone use the word scheme to describe three days of just getting scheming. drunk.
0: Scheming. What, you, are you sober?
2: are going to for three We're days. Gonna I'm going to scheme so hard. <laughs>
0: I'm sober. I'm never drinking again. <laughs>
3: Let's see. What else? Okay, so we're off the useful information. What other stuff, about? I'll around? tell you. Um, talking about the mental approach in first Olympic meets, Kelly and I actually competed in our first Olympic meet together way back when.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah.
3: And. Tex she, forgot uh, a singlet. We, we coached each other, so we had to set each other's weights and uh we shared a singlet and
2: <laughs> we do. We're gonna have to get that picture because Tex either didn't own one and didn't tell me, but he he straight up asked if he could borrow my Honestly, women's medium. No, singlet. but serious
0: question, how hard was it to
3: lift with two people in one singlet? <laughs> we we set a PR. <laughs> In the oh in the, the
1: male-female division. <laughs> did Callie wear it, and then you, or did you
0: oh, wear it, you and kidding? then Dude,
2: wore it. Dude, I oh, fucking wore it first. I thought you were thought you you wearing
0: it at the same time. No. And I was wondering <laughs> if you guys went, like, belly-to-back, back-to-back. No, back
2: no, I got it.
0: Or belly-to-belly. Belly.
2: I got it. But, you but, were, like, side-to-side.
1: I'll, I'll <laughs> tell you
0: this.
2: Again. So she
1: hands you
3: this sweaty...
2: Denny, how dare you? It was not sweaty at all.
3: It was glowing.
2: <laughs> just, the, <laughs> just the 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 pits this, were
3: this perfume smelling what color was it
2: navy blue
3: navy blue so but i had to catch everything in a power position because <laughs> honest to god if i was going to catch in the bottom of that squat my ass was coming out <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's
2: true it's what true. was your
0: limiting factor that day uh my singlet size uh
2: yeah <laughs> stretch uh yeah we i mean w- to be fair honestly we both we both actually did power versions of the lifts mainly because we were doing crossfit football and i didn't know how the fuck to do full versions of the lift but that was a fun event
3: that was i think both of us got a medal and we, we wore a it to the bar. we did you know, wear it to the bar that night
2: yeah, and the uh, I remember uh, I, I I had to make weight, which is outrageous, but I had to make weight. I think it was like 140 pounds or something. And I uh, and as soon as I was done lifting, I just grabbed a bag of chips and I just started eating. Them. <laughs> and uh, I know it was they like sweet potato chips, but then uh, no, you
0: just crush them up and drink them. The,
2: <laughs> then the event then the event was concluding, and I had no idea that I would receive a medal. And so when they called me up there. I was so excited that I ran up there, but I still had the bag of chips in my hand. (laughs) So I look like a complete asshole uh, with chips in my hand and probably on my face.
0: Uh,
1: Chip face, that'll happen. (laughs) So that's it. You know, when I competed in uh, my first Olympic weightlifting competition, I didn't even wear it. I was the only one not wearing a singlet.
2: Just nude it up.
1: I went out there in freaking. Um, Birthday suit. Yeah, in a in a Speedo. <laughs> in my, my freaking shoes.
2: I How think we, lost just, we, we just lost listeners.
1: I don't know what I'd look like in a singlet, honestly. I don't like them. Um, like a demigod. Like a demigod? I don't know.
2: Like a demigod. god I said. Like a,
1: okay, like a demigod. You know. I, do I, do I rock the t-shirt and the singlet? Or do you just go singlet and show some, some chest hair and back hair? Oh, my
2: well, God. It depends no how much hair you have. Shoulder, hair.
1: I mean, if I don't shave.
0: So if you look like a honey badger, like Tex or Spray. <laughs> no, maybe not you just, Sasquatch. Maybe you just keep, like, a compression shirt on. All right? <laughs> no. But don't get, like, a 3X shirt that's all baggy and hanging out no, the no, side. No, no, no.
2: Listen. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Listen if you're a man you don't wear a fucking shirt okay you have to own whatever body hair situation you have going on because there's nothing that reeks worse in a singlet than a lack of confidence Callie Hinsman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> how do right. you determine the proper color
2: uh i don't know
1: I'll I'll guess. Guess. Uh,
0: whatever no, that's premium content. <laughs> but I can just give that out to the public.
2: I mean, flesh-colored is always preferable. Oh,
0: <laughs> uh, we have the most amount of viewers when we're talking about <laughs> fucking
2: nothing. All right. It's accidental. It's aimless clicking.
0: I think we are. Yes. <laughs> Wrong Google search. Uh, I think we're at the end. I think we're probably about 45, 50 minutes, and it's twelve-fifteen, and I got stuff to do. Yeah. So...
3: Watch the H clips on YouTube.
0: Yes. Yeah, what? we
2: got them queued up.
0: Yeah, I have I have three of them, and it's gonna take at least six hours. <laughs> but but uh, all right, guys, good show. I hope the I think that was actually I'll be honest with you, didn't have a lot of faith in today, wasn't 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 expecting a good one, but I think we put down a good one. We laid down a solid track. You're welcome. Good job, team.
2: All right, we'll see you in hell. All
0: right, guys, see ya. Text. Cool. See you on the other side, buddy. See you next week. Speak in England.
2: Bye. Bye. <laughs> See
3: you later.